2: I felt like you deserve to be happy, which has been an ongoing thing since we
3: Yeah, been, but like why is that honestly? your why is that on you?
2: Because ain't nobody, not nobody for a large part of your life, you just were not treated well.
3: You just weren't.
2: And I felt like maybe I could be the man, the guy, the boy, the friend, the husband, the father that like could make up for all the other shit that men, boys, men and fathers husbands, whatever didn't do right by you
3: but so why
2: i don't know but that was the role that i took on that's i just felt like you deserved to have positive everything interactions with
3: a male well i'm gonna release you from that
2: now check it out now look the apple don't fall far from trees right i'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees like and if i'm ripping it what well, i'm so with my seeds like now check it out been a father since i was a toddler i would teach hey y'all hey i'm mikey
3: and i'm randy
2: and this <laughs> is the black millennial marriage podcast where we <laughs> give you an uncensored look into all we're learning unlearning and loving about marriage in real time
3: welcome all
2: yes we're, we're thankful, thankful you
3: tuned, you tuned in. in we miss y'all we did <sighs> before we get into our episode we which want... i'm
2: really excited about by the way
3: Mikey, what
2: it's gonna be a phone if what i think is about to happen is gonna happen it's always a fun one when I actually ah, have a fight or flight ready. No.
3: Have you seen my? Li- oh, okay.
2: No, it's always funny when I actually have a fight or flight prepared because I really do got something to complain about today.
3: Okay, so I'm man. looking forward to it. Is your phone on silent?
2: It is not the because I don't user. know how to work. Oh yeah, put
3: it on vibrate.
2: Um, just a heads up to the world. I have now become a part of the cult. That we is. Finally,
3: got a new phone one and oh. an Apple too
2: time Yeah, i've been on metro pcs for 13 years Two? i got time Mickey, for a testimony
3: you're a father no you do not have time have for time a testimony, for a testimony. Like so he's... for 13
2: years i've been a loyal member of the metro pcs family and now those days are over
3: they should be the way that your your relationship with your barber should have been over like you have these awful relations like what, what does it say talking? about our relationship <laughs> you just won't let it go what does that say about us
2: i'm not a let it go type of person I hold on to things. I'm loyal. That's what it says about me. Mm. That's the type of person I am. You
3: have shitty boundaries.
2: What should I be doing with you then? Is and that's what, what I'm asking saying. you. Got you. So I need to like set some boundaries or leave you. Because... You already
3: have boundaries set on me. Do I? You do.
2: I don't know. You don't respect
3: me. <laughs> I don't so respect again, you. So again, 13
2: years, I've been with MetroPCS, <sighs> and I've had an LG or a Samsung my whole life. A couple of Seras in there. This is my first time having an iPhone. <sighs> <laughs>
3: What was I saying? Before we get into our episode, yes, we wanted to shout out our village on Patreon. Woo-woo. With a special mention to everyone, we haven't had any deletions, nope, or any new ones. But Dang. what's important is
2: <laughs>
3: stagnation. Exactly, <laughs> nah, niggas sticking around.
2: You enjoying it? Um, Thank
3: y'all so much. We
2: really appreciate y'all. So looking forward he- to the next game night.
3: Yes, Lord. I'm gonna stop talking. Why? It's your lead. No, every okay. time I say something, you say something.
2: That's because we just it's banter. We're is going it? off of each other. There's an energy here.
3: Oh. Go ahead, baby.
2: Don't get married. So <laughs> continuing with the theme of plot twist, <laughs> we're gonna talk about mistakes that we've made in our marriage. Yeah. In our first segment, we're gonna list three things each that we messed up in our four years of marriage. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Second is our fight or flight where today I'm confronting Randy about asking me for shit.
3: I don't know what you mean. He wouldn't tell me she at the production meeting.
2: Finally, we're gonna wrap Have you up. Seen with our pda segment nigga
3: get an iphone and i can't finish my conversation you are so bougie now you are so bougie now
2: selfies different nigga got pixels now
3: finally (laughs) we'll wrap it up with our pda segment (laughs) where we show each other some love and or thank each other for something
2: we hope you enjoy Alright. Main topic. Yeah. So, a little bit of backstory, y'all. We've been making mistakes. (laughs) We've made lots of mistakes, and we wanted to talk about them because we know that with the pod, it can look like um, we have our shit together. Or always have had it. And plot twist?
3: We do not. This is not true. It's not, and so... Yeah, we've, we've made some big mistakes. We made, we've made we learned some big lessons because mm-hmm. of them. And so we wanted to share to maybe give y'all a little hope, especially as we all are bound to the house with our partners and spouses. If you are actually, you know, acting right, you know, whatever you do during this now, pandemic.
2: I have no idea what you put. And I, I just started writing some of the first things that came to mind. I don't know how deep we're going to get, but the lessons that I wrote down were stupid. So I just kind of hope that you have seriousness on your list. I always <laughs> have seriousness.
3: I'll be looking for you sometimes to do the seriousness things, so I don't got to be so serious. That's okay. No, it's okay. Well, you
2: know, it depends on what's on my heart.
3: Okay. Okay. On mm-hmm. well, my
2: heart today, I got funny shit. Oh. But
3: mm-hmm.
2: you're going first, so why don't you start us off?
3: <sighs> okay. My first thing is- It's okay. One of the big mistakes I made in our marriage mm-hmm. so far in our four years is having sex when I don't feel like it.
1: Mm that's I... funny
2: <laughs> that's funny for so, so many I'm so sad go ahead
3: so the the thing is it's not that one I had to realize that like I was one of the things I had to realize is um, I had internalized a lot of what wives should do type things mm-hmm. and I and I thought that me not wanting to have sex was a like me not being a woman thing or not being a spouse thing I thought it was a us thing but it turned out to be a me thing you know Mm -hmm. so like because i wasn't calling it what it was by saying like hey i'm actually not in the mood um instead of like yeah instead of just doing that i felt like i what's the word stalled a lot of coming to jesus moments Mm -hmm. and growth especially how many arguments
2: we got in and how many awkward moments stemmed from hey it's okay if you're not in the mood and you thought that I was, like, maybe projecting or maybe trying to make it seem like something other than the fact that you weren't in the mood. But you yeah. just weren't.
3: But, like, once I gave it space and was like, hey, actually, I need to talk to you about this, whole new world opened up. No? Yeah. And, no? Yeah.
2: And getting off medication helps.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I got stopped birth control, which has been great, babe. It's been great. <laughs> we going on, what, month six?
2: This is not... um. Uh we're not telling you not to be on birth control if you're listening Listen,
3: <laughs> I was on birth control for before Drew? What eight years?
2: hmm
3: I'll hear whoring about. <laughs>
2: did you say <laughs> whoring? Did you say whoring about?
3: <laughs> yes.
2: What is wrong with
3: you? We you all wear condoms. Don't be like me.
2: <laughs> That's Randy's advice. Don't My advice is. be like raw. me. Risk it all.
3: But I, I didn't get on birth control to wear condoms. So we did it. And it was great. Mm-hmm. It is not the same. I don't care what they tell you on horrible decisions. It is not the same. <laughs> Unless you find... No, it's not the same. Even though we have found a really great condom. Anyway, it's not the same.
2: Uh, for the first time in life, I found a condom that works. It works. One that don't break.
3: Don't break. That ain't
2: ridiculously tight. Um, yeah, knock on all the wood. Um, and it doesn't burn. <laughs> Flashbacks with older. old it's
3: great about fire and ice. It's great. Yeah, I think that's episode three. If y'all haven't heard that fire and ice condom experience. But anyway. Um, so your
2: mistake was not.
3: I was, I was so busy trying to look like a cool wife mm. and trying to, like, not disappoint you, which is also part of one of my mistakes. Anyway, that's coming up. But, like, I was so busy trying to, like, overthinking this instead of just saying something to you that it really made things difficult for us throughout our four years until it did it or am i just talking no okay that makes sense because <laughs> i can't tell with your face but that's because funny. we're sitting sideways i
2: mean because my thing my, my thing thank you for sharing that by the way
3: thank you for thanking me for sharing that
2: no i think that something like that is useful to hear just like what i'm about to say because again being in tune, uh when i when i was 18 18 or 19 and i was speaking to your mom about relationship shit and like one day when I'm a husband, this is the type of husband I'm gonna be. And your mom laughed at me. She laughed me out the fucking room because
4: <laughs> I, I was talking
2: you. about like some shit I wanted to do and how I was gonna be. And she was like, mm, she's just nodding. And I think part of her thought I could do it because I was me and I was with you. But she has her own history with men, in
0: and marriage. what I
2: was talking about, yes, from a from a a person who was previously married and actually know how grown men are in this world. Like she was just like, mm-hmm. what were you saying, to her? Just like my goals for how I wanted to be like this, like this every man. I wanted to be a like renaissance the, man. Yes. And your mom said the greatest advice that I ever heard was don't do shit that you can't keep up. Yep. And it was funny coming off of your thing because my thing is doing things that I can't keep up. That oh, was my that was, yeah. my, that was one of the earlier mistakes. Um, she said, cause here's the thing you can. Clean the house daily, every day, right now, and wash all the dishes daily and weekly. Clean cars and do all these things. You can have all these tasks that you're consistently doing, but it's going to be expected of you
3: to keep doing to it. keep
2: doing things like that. Um, I think she used a more niggerish example. <laughs> like, like it should be some shit that you should have wanted to do, but it was just funny because I was like, nah, I could keep it up. I could keep it up. Turns out, there's a lot of shit that I just couldn't keep up. Like as time presents other shit to you, as you. Continue to grow in your marriage, grow as a person, um, grow as a spouse, develop as a husband, a wife, whatever, like mother, father, like mm-hmm. when other titles get thrown onto you,
3: it's hard to keep up with that shit. You,
2: it's hard to keep it up. Um, <laughs> but I thought that I would be, you know, let me just keep adding shit while to I keep plate. doing the same. But it's not how it works. Um, so just keeping in mind, if I could talk to, four years ago, me, it would be look remember when she said don't do nothing that you can't keep up with keep that in mind so don't overextend yourself because it's it's gonna bite you in the ass
3: especially in like an overcompensating way which ah. is stressing me out Less. oh that's one of your lessons Sick, oh, okay okay, uh, I didn't, yep. oh, okay.
2: <laughs> thanks babe thank you
3: my second thing is mind reading and or thinking assuming that you're reading my mind and Thinking that I'm reading your yeah, mind. Yeah, you
2: suck at that. Well,
3: that's one of the big mistakes I made, which like kind of goes into the first one. I'm thinking that because I'm, I'm, if I say I'm not in the mood to have sex for whatever reason, I'm thinking that you're gonna like leave or feel I don't know, like I didn't keep my promise see, from I when we how was in conditioning college. conditioning from distance. the world
2: might make someone and think something like that, but I don't. Because of my reply, what made you think that?
3: What made me think oh, you that? Weren't,
2: I'm sorry, you weren't you weren't listening to my reply. You were just saying that I automatically know that this is what he's thinking when I say this.
3: Yes, but it was also that big fight we got into. It wasn't a fight. We don't fight. But like the argument we got into when we first moved in together. Mm-hmm. And I realized, oh, we supposed to have sex every day. You know, because when we were long distance, the, the dirty talk that we was talking about when we only got to see each other Turns every two only, weeks. I meant it. <laughs> that's not only true. Me. Only one we were saying some crazy shit i was you know? saying wild shit i mean had randy was see, saying
2: wild shit to keep it up see that's not doing things
3: What did. i No, i thought that i was saying shit that i meant too until huh. we moved in together and i was like oh wait i have like I, I didn't realize that i wouldn't be accustomed to obviously living with you like i didn't think that it would change i but didn't think when that- we
2: were apart i was this sex crazed into you guy you thought i was gonna like Tone it down now that we were
3: No, I didn't think you were gonna tone it down. I thought that you would
2: looking at your face, it looks like you thought I would tone it
3: down. No, I thought you'd be more forgiving of me. What you mean? Like I felt like I was letting you down because like my the time it was taking me to adjust to actually being with you now full time as opposed to like missing you full time. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was difficult. It was a change for me. It was my first time living with a guy. It was
2: Oh wait! So do you think I wasn't forgiving?
3: I think that you were aggravated, and so that put that like that really that really hurt my feelings because I wasn't trying to aggravate you or frustrate you or make you feel like you had signed up for like a lie because clearly we're great in bed together and like you know um you know (laughs) you know but
2: what you're saying it's like
3: I just I. I was like, well, I don't ever want to see that look on his face again. I don't ever want to have this conversation again. But so let the thing, me, Randy,
2: it's intention versus impact. And this is, these weren't conversations we were having four years ago. It wasn't really until after the first year we were, we started talking apparently. Um,
3: <laughs> it wasn't until we got the podcast. Yeah. So but, two years ago, <laughs> we started actually figuring but, this I mean, your out.
2: intention may have been one thing, but that doesn't mean that I hate you now. Because again, just like you were adjusting now, I'm adjusting. I was like, wait, so I got this hot girl that I'm living with that I'm married that I really wanted to be with all the time. And she not, trying to fuck every day how do you, i just want to read I my adjust? book
3: i didn't realize that like
2: but whenever i would visit you i'd give you time to read your book the book was out the way you, you got <laughs> well, that out the well way that, well ate. yeah mm-hmm.
3: well what i also remember about like our talking about what we would do when we finally got to live together was also like stuff outside of sex we did that too. We
2: <laughs> so we done got all the books out of the way, all the outside of sex stuff out of the way. The whole day has been filled with all the other shit. So now I'm like, all right, time to go to bed. But before, right. you know,
3: right? Well, that's, go this goes and, uh, to my first point. I didn't realize this wasn't like a you and me thing. Like I didn't know what I didn't know what the fuck because I wasn't being honest about it. So this goes to my second point of one of the mistakes I was making was reading your mind and assuming you could read my mind and realizing that. Obviously, that's not the case, but because we have been together for so long and we are friends, and we know so much about each other, we know so much about each other's families. I, I assumed things about you, and I assumed you were thinking things about me outside of just voicing that. And I feel like a lot of couples do this. A lot of couples do this now. What, we do assuming this now. Things like what? Like I don't just just assuming that you're feeling some type of way, projecting. Like, oh, you know, like that's like what because I mean. like
2: based off my interaction with other people, you were thinking that it was the same thing.
3: But not even just interactions with other people. Interactions with me last week. Interaction like not understanding that we are ever changing and that I actually don't know if I'm making up scenarios in my head, I need to ask you
2: or talk to you. I remember there was like a really rough week where we didn't have sex and
3: it started <laughs> what, on a Sunday. No, nah, it
2: was, it was oh, before. Oh, okay. I was it like, It started wait. on a Sunday. I had like approached <laughs> you and you were like you were like, you know, I'm not really in the mood right now. I was like, okay, well, you
3: know, I'll wait. I do not was this but, when we first moved in together? Yeah. Were we married? Or were we just engaged. We were engaged. Oh, okay.
2: And I was like, okay, I'll wait. Do you really want to wait? Like, you look like you, 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 you were thinking that I didn't really want to wait or that I wouldn't be capable of waiting. And so I'm like, I, I'll wait until you, you know, you want to. Monday came around. I tracked this entire week. Monday, I was like, hey, you know, you want to, no, I'm not really in the, oh, okay, no problem. She's like, is it really not a problem? I was like, well, I, I'll continue to wait because eventually <laughs> I'm thinking, gonna happen.
3: Well, you know, Mike. Oh, well, go ahead. Sorry. No, nah, well, I don't want to be this point. i'm gonna Tuesday, write
2: Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday. Well, there was the another thing.
3: Conversation that came up was you don't want to be in a position where we're only having sex when I want to have sex because, mm-hmm. like, what about when you want to have sex? Like when you are consenting. But I mean, uh, that's the way to have. But the sex, way this but, this,
2: like, re- this relationship was going, it was. I'm I'm always I always want to. So there's not a. So I'm going to always want to. If one side always wants to, you basically have to wait until the other side aligns and say, "Okay, I want to too." Yeah. And then there you go. hmm. One of the things I remember early on was like, what we were trying to get down was like, hey, you initiating more. Cause maybe yeah. that would make some sense.
3: And I had to like confront some blocks with that. Like, it was, it's easy to initiate with you when I'm drunk. It's easy to initiate mm-hmm. with you when I ain't seen you in two weeks. Cause we already know what is happening. You know?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, if we haven't seen each other, there is no, we don't converse. We just go to the room. Everybody in the house know Mikey's here. We'll see Randy at dinner. You know, like there's like this understanding. Yeah,
2: Tim's are outside of the door,
3: <laughs> <Just come laughs> which is late. the equivalent of like a sock. Like, don't Mikey. Oh, Mikey's <laughs> shoes are here. Y'all see them? We're gonna this? go because, <laughs> God, <laughs> because we, <were> <laughs> we really, we really were a mess. But like, I don't. I, I guess I just didn't. So all of that, I just, I, I realized that I wasn't, um. And reading your mind and thinking I could read your mind and thinking that you're reading my mind, we weren't, I wasn't talking to you. And that was a really big mistake because once I finally said something, you look at me like, but this, 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 and this. It always made me feel better or always at least started a conversation. And we stopped beefing. So, like, realizing that I was like complicit in, in a lot of our beef mm. <laughs> from way back. <laughs> from way back. When.
2: Complicit or the originator?
3: Whatever. <laughs> the same it's the same thing i I was entangled
2: you You know will and jada just put a video out of like the aftermath of that
3: no i'm really happy for them
2: no because will was like well it was just a recording of them i guess just talking and will was like yeah the internet love me (laughs) (laughs) apparently he was like he was just dehydrated it was late at night and when he drinks coffee he gets tired teary-eyed like he actually he said he was just tired the entire time he said it had nothing to do with the concept of like the the conversation they were having but he's like he wasn't crying he wasn't upset he said but it looked that way and then so we'll just look at the camera and do the exact same face he was doing this is the thing. yeah
3: <laughs> i gotta it watch like, it no, I mean, look. Ass.
0: <laughs> it was funny is hard man
3: i mean it, this it is, happens when you with, break up i told you mike we can't break up because i already don't even know you know i'm gonna be out here i can't
2: But see, the beautiful thing about marriage, about being in a relationship for a long period of time, for real, for real, is that when when certain stuff comes back around, the conversations are different. Like, we couldn't have a conversation like this, and that shit be funny, two years ago.
3: Right. Like, it'd be a whole bunch
2: of, like, triggering, a whole bunch of, yeah, in my feelings, like, what are you still trying to say? We also weren't in therapy two years ago. Yeah. So, like, it's just different to have that conversation now. And so them being married is however long they've been married. Like the when conversations you, are just yeah. different, which seems weird or strange to some people. Um, but you know, that's the, that's the nature of a relationship, but I like your, um, I like that. Thanks. You're being honest tonight. It's cool. Um, all right. So one of, so my next mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, the old saying, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. You know how I'm an idiot. Yes. You know how I take things extremely literal and Mm -hmm. can sometimes take things very, very seriously and I can be one track minded, which only serves to hurt you. You know how that can happen? Makes us
3: suffer, makes me call my mom Yeah. or ask Bri, can I come over? So I think happy (laughs) wife, happy life
2: as like a, eventually it became this thing that I always, that was a part of like my way of being that Mm -hmm. essentially just pushed me to deprioritize myself. Um, Cause that's just something that I heard all the time growing up. Happy wife, happy life. Usually from people who are either divorced or like or unhappy, it? yeah, or unhappy. So, so I was like, "But but you're not happy, bro. Yeah, happy wife, happy life.
3: But is your life happy? You've said this before.
2: I have, but like I
3: can't remember which episode though. But yeah, I remember this not thing the not in the same
2: way. It was it was a it was a mistake because there's truth to it, but that's not like all that there is. It's not only about making you happy, right? Um, especially. At the detriment of my own physical, mental, spiritual, emotional health.
3: I think also part of that is assuming what makes me happy, because what also part, makes I me happy is, one is
2: things, I know so. Is that's you
3: taking saying. care of yourself? But
2: the thing about happy wife, happy life is you're I'm, you're moving under the assumption that what you're doing is making your wife happy. Instead of even.
3: asking your wife,
2: or not not even so. Some things may make you happy. Some things won't. But like your happiness. I don't determine your happiness, which has been a thing since Right, it's not your responsibility. It. It's not, but it's something that I've always taken on. Like, why can't she be happier? What am I not doing? Oh no. What why am I not enough? We've had those conversations a couple of times. It's just never it took some time for me to look at it as like, dude, you're kinda of doing too much. Like, you not gonna make this is not about you.
3: This, this is, is not this about is just you. A her thing.
2: But being told that and being, hey, I wanna be that that guy, I why can Why do you want to be that it. guy? I can do the things why? I don't because I felt like you deserve to be happy, which has been an ongoing thing since we've.
3: Yeah, been but like, why is that your me? why is that on you?
2: Because ain't nobody, not nobody, for a large part of your life, you just were not treated well. You just weren't. And I felt like maybe I could be the man, the guy, the boy, the friend, the husband, the father that like could make up for all the other shit that men, boys, men, and fathers, husbands, whatever, didn't do right by you.
1: But so
3: why?
2: I don't know. But that was the role that I took on. That's... I just felt like you deserved to have positive everything interactions with a male.
3: Well, I'm going to release you from that, which I'm, I, I know, feel I, like you already realized. But like, I'm going to officially, that, but, on the podcast, th- release yeah. you from that.
2: Well, well I love you. was, it wasn't you that put me on that hook.
3: It wasn't, which... Which started a lot of beef with us because I'm like, "What are you doing?" Like, what you mean? What I'm doing? Because then we get into the, "I didn't ask you for that." Then we get into the,
2: "But you needed that."
3: But that's not what I wanted. Then we get into like, "You're loving me in this way that you." Ah. oh. My last one. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is, Mike. I do think that that I do. I thank you for saying that because I feel like that's definitely like a slippery slope for people, especially people who may have trauma bonded Mm -hmm. or who. Who came from like complex backgrounds like we mm-hmm. do, um, and like I do, especially when you stay with somebody that you've been with since you were someone else that you can fall into a trap of trying to, like, you're not my dad. Mm-hmm. You're not like these, are, these are not like these relationships that may be fraught or like wrong and the, the effect of them are not on you.
2: Yeah. And, and I, like, yeah.
3: Like, it's not your, like, you you could never be a good father to me. You know? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I like, know, you could but never like, but be. But these
2: things, like, again, weren't really cleared up until I became a father. I was like, wait, wait, wait this relationship. This is not is your child. I'm, I'm not your, I'm your not, I'm child. I'm to fucking have this scene. No. Like, and even you seeing me be a great father to my child is not going to repair your relationship with your father. It no. don't work like that. Like, you see me being a great grandfather, it's not going to replace your relationship with your grandfather. Right. But um, I think that's
3: like a, I think that's like a, it's a toll that like men definitely take on because yeah, I that's think that's a, a y'all are condition to.
2: We are, but I think it's an ego thing. It's a self-serving yeah. thing, a hundred percent, If if I'm being honest. And that's why I put this on the list because I think this is important for any man, woman, they, them, who is hearing this point and you're with a partner. Like these things that were impressed upon us when we were younger that we heard often like happy wife, happy life. Yes, there's truth to it, but that does not mean. Sacrifice yourself. Yes, you should be my priority, but guess who should also be my priority? Like you. two things can actually be at the top of a queue.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They can st- they can have the same level of importance, and one thing doesn't always have to go before something else. You can think about more than one thing at one time. But for somebody like me, who's really big on compartmentalization and was raised as a type of man who like you got to take tasks one at a time as they come, and you have to put everything in a list and everything in certain boxes, and that's how I can organize my world. That had a big come problematic because now i'm i'm fucked up i'm, mm-hmm. I'm just because i'm just fucked up I, there's no other way of putting it like now i'm i'm doing a whole bunch of work to undo the you you put everybody and a mama and your mama before your, yourself for so long yeah that now you don't that you don't know how to take care of yourself like in the most basic ways you're learning like you i mean you shower <laughs> you're not to <gonna> <laughs> no, me or you know me like but yeah i, I shower mm-hmm. you know i i can uh cook I, I always have a home and food and be clean. And that's what I thought was it. Like, as long as there's that, you mm-hmm. should be good. But, you know, there's also like mental and physical. Like, how is your body doing? Spiritual. That part. So I think it's important to say that because going into marriage or a relationship, or even if you are in a marriage or relationship right now and you're with someone and you're thinking, oh, I need to just, I need to be all about them all the time, a hundred percent, because that's what's going to make them happy. It's just not true. You, other people's happiness, it's not your responsibility. It's really which not. Which is a big takeaway from Jada and Will's conversation. Now the time is passing.
3: I mean, she said that, him, but like, she com- had to learn that, like, yeah. it is not. And well, he, he had said mentioned that. that from, he like, said Yeah, that, it was yeah. a previous
2: Red Table Talk uh-huh. but
3: Because it's, I think it was like his 40th birthday or her mm-hmm. 40th or something like that. And he went all out and she was He's like, like ain't- This ain't. This ain't what I, I wanted. It. It. <laughs>
2: And he's like, you know, it's right. That, that was just something I wanted to do. So right,
3: like we, you really do have to be responsible for yourself, and that will make you. Or at least I'm realizing for me, because you know we don't give advice because we ain't, we are not goals. But um,
2: <laughs> I realize some I'm part like,
3: of us that's goals. I mean, okay, <laughs> that's fine. My goals? I just don't want nobody to. Yeah, you're my goal. You're my green grass, my greener. But you I just today. don't want nobody. To, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I just don't want anybody to feel like something's wrong with them. Something's wrong with all of us. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, I can't remember my point. But That
2: something's wrong with you, listener. <laughs> no, what
3: something's wrong with all of us. Okay. All I'm saying is that like it's our responsibility, our personal responsibility to be well to ourselves. Like mm-hmm. treat ourselves well so that we can actually show up as lovers. And as parents, which we are, it is very, very hard to do. I find it much easier to parent sometimes than to be a good spouse and, and then to I be a good woman to myself. I find it much easier <laughs> to be
2: a partner to you than to a good person to myself. Yeah. It's way easier to treat something outside of me good.
3: Mm-hmm. Like that's just. Because that's, it takes some, yeah, yeah.
2: Self-love is a lot harder than other people love.
3: Yeah, especially when you realize like. Unless for me, how critical I've been. Like there is some shit. I mean, we I mean, you see this all the time. But like there are some things I know I would never say to my friends. Like what? Anything I say to myself. Anything I used to say to myself <laughs> that was bad. Like I would never. I wouldn't have any friends. I wouldn't have anybody in my see, life. I had
2: a lot of friends because the advice I gave was actually really great. I never took any of it. That no, I'm not me.
3: talking about advice. No, I'm saying I'm, like I'm just saying. Yeah, I was.
2: I was the friend who would. I I'm gonna treat your your situation with the type of care and appreciation that I would I never to, apply yeah. to my shit.
3: It's hard because because at least for me I re- anyway, that's not this episode, but it's very <laughs> no, difficult true. to do self-love and self-compassion when you are taught that to self-love and have self-compassion and self-confidence is a bad thing, especially as a girl.
4: Mm.
3: It makes you cocky or all these things. You get like just completely gaslit your whole life. From- and as a
2: man, that's just not even let's not talk about your emotions. So we're yeah. not even gonna dive into the concept of self love and self care and all. I ain't learned about that shit till like
3: yeah, Isn't that crazy how like that's a double edged sword? Like you can't. We're not gonna talk about emotions, but not talking about emotions in terms of like the bad ones because like you're not allowed to say when you're hurt or sad or sleepy or exhausted. But you're also not talking about any of the good ones. Like I'm in love. I've you know I'm happy. Yeah. I'm hmm. grateful. Like you don't you end up not doing either. You realize hmm. that? Yes. It's fucked up.
2: That's why we have secret <laughs> conversations in hallways. When you finally find a girl who might want to like on the talk stairwell,
3: when nobody can find you mm-hmm. or catch you talking, and they swear y'all feeling. having
2: sex, but like, no. In all honesty, this is the only safe space where I can tell someone my emotions.
3: Y'all slept on us, but it's okay. We got a podcast now. <laughs> who turn is it?
2: It's yours. Okay, my your last, last one. <laughs> I love
3: you. Uh, my last one is one of my my last mistake or my last big mistake was not letting myself be loved on. Mm. You're not going to make me cry tonight. I'm going to tell you something. I'm done. Done with you. Not letting myself be loved on.
2: Your last mistake Mm -hmm. over the last four years of marriage.
3: Mm. Just taking love. I think that. No, it's okay.
2: Breathe. Breathe. Unpoke the lip because that (laughs) that is not a good position for you to be in. You're going to start crying. Breathe through each word. (sighs) I don't know what to say. Your mistake was not letting yourself be loved on. Before you yes. continue, I'm a, I'm gonna talk a little bit and give you a minute. Thank that. you. <laughs> um, so I I've seen the memes, though I have not watched the show since the early 2000s, 90s, whenever. But you know, girlfriends is on Netflix. Oh, yeah, it's on Netflix. I remember when I used to watch these shows as a kid about how there was this there were uh, Tony, one yes. of them who was like really, really serious about her work and about some other stuff and she just was struggling when it came to like relationship stuff
3: well that could be tony or joan
2: <laughs> it might have <laughs> been it might have been one of,
3: uh, <laughs> it could be one of either one of them
2: <laughs> probably tracy yellow gross um, um but i've always seen this theme and not just in that show but in some others of like the black girl who has been made to have to be so strong in all these other areas because she had to and in a way, struggles with accepting love and recognizing what that really looks like coming from someone who's not trying to use her or abuse her, but actually just wants to love her. I've seen that theme for a long, a large part of my life. I've just seen it everywhere, and I just always thought that when the time came, especially when I got married, that whoever I was with was going to never ever feel <laughs> like, like was. Ne- I was like, no yeah. matter what, is when you, when you get with me, you go, you you will. You will never not be loved on. You're going to always know how love feels because I think it's important. And so I married you <laughs> and you, for some reason, struggle with this.
3: Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of reasons why I struggle with this, but, but it's you, part of you like shaking myself. It's part of like, it's a control thing. It's a power thing. It's a ego thing, you mm-hmm. know. Because self-preservation tells me to take care of myself so that if something happens to you, like you die or get shot by a police officer, or, I mean, you die, all the ways you could die. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you leave, or if you wake up and realize that, like, I'm not who you want to be with, then that's okay, because I've done everything by myself. And
2: I've already had all my guards up the entire time, so nothing could hurt me.
3: So, but... And I've said this, I've said this on the podcast multiple times, but when I talked to my mom years ago after we reconciled, after that ex, and she was like, whether you let him in or not, if he hurts you again, it will feel the same. And it was, it was true. We both be getting these life lessons from her, you know, mm. she trying to, you know, she only believe in us. And but so, <laughs> just,
2: what she told me has rang in my, yeah, <laughs> my and so I life. really
3: had to, um, figure that out because i feel like i i realized that i wasn't honoring all this work we do in our relationship and all our talks on the staircase and all our dreams and all the things we've learned personally i wasn't like honoring any of that or any or even like the alignment that we both entered each other's life when we did at the same time we were both born in the same you know lifetime like i'm not honoring any of that Mm. Uh, i'm not honoring god i'm not honoring my ancestors i'm not honoring you know (laughs) i'm not honoring anything myself if any of the
2: people who signed up and were there and uh, at the wedding and and, yeah who showed up for us like i'm not
3: doing any justice to anybody um by by refusing to just get loved on you know especially when black women need it more than anything you know and i would i'm not honoring my kid I'm not, like, I'm just, I just realized, like, what a disservice I was doing. And I can't say that I practice gratitude and, you know, and all these things if I'm really not, like, part of being grateful is, like, one, recognizing, like, the gift you have and, and, like, letting it be a gift. Because if you're constantly looking at a gift horse in the mouth, it's going to swallow you, you yes. know? And I just, I realized I had to, like...
2: You recognize the pointlessness of not letting yourself be loved on. Yeah. Like, do you see how that actually doesn't, it don't serve you in so many ways because then all the things that you were doing to protect yourself, right? All the walls that you built up. Like, yeah, you were right in the end, but it's also like a self-fulfilling fucking prophecy. If you, if all right. of
1: those things you've been you,
2: <laughs> you walk around feeling unloved. It's because you've been avoiding being loved and not recognizing what it's like to just get loved on and just accept that
3: right and when i realize that like being loved on also means like it doesn't just mean like being kissed on or <laughs> sex or intimacy, or intimacy. In yeah. it also means like forgiving if that makes sense <laughs> like it may it, it means grace like
2: is one of the major it means ones. like
3: showing grace like i can't cancel you you know like, even though you be doing some sketchy shit sometimes i will mean, be like what you i said what, what cancelable
2: offenses have i ever made
3: like you have we are we are very different in a lot of ways
2: what cancelable offenses have i made
3: depending on which episode of the joe button podcast <laughs> <laughs> have depending
2: you listened to any of them in full
3: which episode I didn't say it the whole show.
2: I ain't heard the cancelable episode. Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> your love of you know your love of certain people and what people? Just people. Say your that song name. you just had on this. The song you Girl, just had on your playlist okay, see, from college. I, and
2: I knew that I this was gonna come up, and I wanted to talk about this, Mikey. So no, no, let's talk about it. Okay. So, Randy um has apparently never heard you Need No. <laughs> Anybody listening to the song, you've heard you Need No. When it came out, when we were in college. That line from Rick Ross put Molly all in her champagne. She ain't even know it. Apparently, a girl sued him for that shit. Yeah, I remember. You know, if you've ever listened to me before, I already hate Rick Ross. There's no loyalty or enjoyment or anything that I get from Rick Ross. I put together a playlist of songs that I heard or remembered from college. It's a song. It's a mixtape that I haven't released yet. I actually was going to put the regular version by Rocco, because you know I love Rocco, of You Don't Even Know, but the version I played was a remix. So in, in letting this. it play, Randy Hurden was like, oh, my God, this is what you're listening to. This is what-. I'm like, baby, I don't I like Rick Ross. I don't put Molly in bitches Champagne. My I gig- don't revert to women. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm doing all these things that I'm talking. You'd be like, yeah, but you had, you had to play. Champagne. I don't care about this beat. I don't care about how nice it song I'm like, Randy, <laughs> yeah. you do it. Everything that you're saying right now makes sense. But the energy and <laughs> the person that you put, that's it's not just even.
3: just one of the examples. I'm just
2: saying, as far as that example goes. What I'm goes, saying
3: is, like, I have to. I mean, I hear you. Mm-hmm. and obviously we are still married like <laughs> yes. I, <don't> <laughs> I have not but i, left but I was and not. i was
2: also just confused i was like you were not aware of the lawsuit and everything i remember but i never like this I don't, whole next album tanked really heavily because of Mike, and,
3: i remember that whole thing but it don't like i remember it but i didn't know which song it came from like i don't keep up that news, line like, I, just,
2: I don't either <laughs>
3: i knew it came from one of his songs it's been years you said college mm-hmm. we've been in college that was six years it Ten was years and, ago. And
2: the things that the reason why i also still don't like him as an artist fuck the fact that he used to be a police officer it was um there. there's no growth and no change there it, when you come from the hood and you come from street shit I, I understand and i have i recognize certain things and i also recognize what it's like when a street nigga grow sometimes your content change it could be the same shit but it's it's it sounds different just last month Rick, last last year on somebody album, I want to say on um uh blanking on Meek Mill album uh, or the song with Jay Z and him, I think he said the f word referring to the LGBT community.
3: Oh, and it
2: was, it was like nigga, like you ain't you just ain't grown, like you just don't learn from like any of the things that you do. There are those people, like. Kodak Black like those people like I usually Florida well, I'm is. not
3: asking you to hate anyone or to stop listening don't. to anything and you know what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is I just realized that over time and it's just like four years we've been married and all the years we've been together that like to also honor like unless you're like you know, doing some crazy shit, you know, being harmful, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not saying stay with, with an abuser anything, That's what I'm saying. But what I I'm will, saying
2: is like, no I harm can't, will ever come to you, but I can't stop listening to you, GK.
3: That's, you know, that's fine. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, and I will not, like, can't, even though like, I don't even know if this cancel thing is real, the cancel culture concept. We, maybe, I don't know. I don't think that's a thing, but this is not the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think everybody's messy and fucked up and you can decide who you give your money to. But like, people suck in general and what i'm saying is if that is true about both of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then i have to like i have like i just have to allow myself to also like the like these little small offenses that would make me put a wall up or that would make me be like see 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 this is why
2: <laughs> I'm pointing for see
3: see this is why and i'm not gonna let you love me because you ain't you know I just realizing that, like, that's a big... That,
2: in big that thing. moment, that example that you used is one of those. Because that what would saying? make sense. I was like, but... But no, Randy. I, yeah. I just couldn't believe it. I just...
3: I mean, as you can see, you might... Like, you know... I mean, this... And this has worked to my benefit, but also is, like, also not good. Because yes. i I'm completely oblivious about a lot of things. Because I I'm, I'm thinking I have other things to do. Like, I have...
2: Mm-hmm bigger fights other and so
3: fights. It, so this is like when we talk about like our numbers and downloads and stuff i'm like i don't know how to read this shit i know people listen to the podcast but i don't know nothing about none of this so i think we are doing okay but if i really understood what numbers meant maybe i'd be more crazy but i'm not seeing that works to our benefit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying
2: but it works to our detriment <laughs> in situations like that where you would be like oh my god how could you agree with this but i
3: I didn't I just couldn't How could you even listen this to it? it like, baby. You know what it made me think of, and this is mm-hmm. so off topic, but I was at you know, at my school we have you probably don't know, but there's this thing where like the frats and the sororities come out and do like a lip sync contest. Mm-hmm. And one of the frats came out and like one of the dudes was dressed in a dress and a red wig and they were doing this choreography scene choreographed scene and like Put like so bathe this girl, like gave this girl something to drink. The dude in a dress, he gave they they gave the girl something to drink.
2: Yeah, like pretending to roofie her, I guess. Yes, this is
3: a skit. Bathe her. It was a part of their skit, that choreographed skit. They were playing out. See, niggas love to confess. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> and niggas love to confess across the board. People people want to confess, yeah. and so they was confessing on stage, and it started a whole thing. It was like, wait, we're all watching, and it go from like, ha ha. <sighs> Uh, is she is she asleep are y'all humping her you know like it was just like anyway so that's what that's what made me think i'm like is he confessing in his lyrics is that he, he just, confessing yes yes i mean that's what i'm saying And I was then like, I because of that a Mikey. woman
2: came for multiple women actually was like yeah. hey so there was a night this happened i thought something happened and here we i Here's told someone song. No one believed me, or whatever the case was. He yeah. put it in a fucking sauce. So like, there's no more denial. People
3: just naturally want to. I mean, I'm telling you. But that's what I'm see saying. Even
2: when that came out, it was such a big deal on social media. I was still on Twitter back at this point, I believe. I wasn't. That, like,
3: yeah, just that
2: whole conversation. They got tore up for forever, and like but he's fine because now. I already hated him. I was like, oh, this is
3: like, why do y'all this listen to this? This hetero man will be fine. It is not always right. It's not never right. But he's fine now. Mm. He got his money and his following and, you know, I just was like, well, wait, this lyric. Anyway, so that's why, you see, it sparked all this shit in me and I was just like, wait, Mikey, what? What?
2: You you jumped straight to Mikey put Molly in champagne. That's so not, Mikey's no, I Vegas did not molly think that you
3: champagne. were, did you were you would ever molly somebody. You just jump straight to I enjoyed this. Somebody. I was like, I could, Mike, I know how much you love hip hop and rap music mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And so I'm like, I'm trying to imagine you singing these lyrics, rapping these lyrics. There like, are certain
2: lyrics I don't rap and you know me. I know the one. I've never heard song this song anymore. on any
3: of your playlists. That's yeah. nothing that shocked shit at me. I was like, now nah, in I college mean, you wasn't riding
2: around with me. I was. not was the point? Like, because it's because you know what mostly played in my shit was a lot of just two chains and Drake. Apparently, Drake and Future Y'all, is really heavy for this entire time.
3: Mike went through this that really heavy Drake phase.
2: What Drake phase, Mike? I am not ashamed to say, as a man, I fuck with Drake.
3: He, he I like Drake this...
2: music. That nigga since I started hearing his he shit in high a school,
3: very heavy, has been
2: fire. But those were his really great albums. he's
3: done some questionable things. Those we were, were really great
2: albums during that period. More
3: than questionable. Men are just...
2: Nothing was the same. Men are
3: strange. And... All of... Things. Baby,
2: that was a heavy he Drake He went through a time. really
3: heavy Drake days, y'all, in college. and it, it was,
2: was
3: Every time an album dropped, your roommates would call me spotting DJ. Yeah, Paula's in the Paula back. Paula learned the work.
2: <laughs> it was Drake and Big Paul Paula's listening that, to Drake
3: right now. Maybe you should call him. Y'all doing okay? Singing with my blue light. Singing and crying. <sighs> drinking...
2: Great Goose. Yeah. I used to make vodka cranberries.
3: <laughs> I remember. That's all you used to drink, too. That's all you used to drink. Great cranberry juice. That's all you used to drink. Oh, Do you remember that? I would also like have three some ice Patrona cubes. Red Bull. That's it. What's your third thing? We, oh, we go on okay. Long. My last thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to cut all of this. Up, I'm going to cut no, all of this. All of that is great. It's all good stuff. And we're still within our time. Damn. Chill. My last thing was um, love language fails.
3: Oh, coming God. off of your
2: point, mm. yeah. Mm. So when you get married, or when you're in a relationship, apparently it's just really popular to learn about the lo- the five love languages of whatever. You
3: should. I got the book. And I didn't we finish did. it. I but... think
2: we didn't get we didn't look into the book until we did that. Remember that retreat we did the a couple's counseling? retreat, mm-hmm. and then we uh, and then from counseling? there, yeah, we we read the book and we both sat down and we talked we about it. Our,
3: we just did nah, like, the test. We did
2: enough to do the test yeah. to learn our love languages, which yeah. maybe we should have probably read more because it would have told us what I'm getting to, which okay. is you actually need to apply your partner's love language to them, mm. and mm. not Mm-mm. your Mm-mm. love language to your partner. Mm. Mm. Um, we have always been aware that I love on you the way I want to be loved. I want to be doted on. I want gifts. I want attention. I want a whole bunch of sex. I want space. <laughs> so
3: like. <laughs> You're such a Pisces. I'm just saying. So, And I want some Instagram I, shout outs with some quality angles. And not just that one you like. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to care about how I look.
2: The concept of wanting to be loved on how you want to you be loved on and not how the person wants to love on you mm-hmm. was one of the bigger fails in the earlier years of this. Because I'm like, girl, you don't see what I'm doing for you. I don't. You don't. <laughs> Do you know how many girls just don't get this? You know how many people would kill for this shit? Well, you know how many I people I left that are mad? That you, you have to get right on
3: see? back to them because I don't see what you're doing.
2: Ungrateful mother. That's how, the, that was, that's how the energy comes across. Yeah. And then one day I thought, like, what if Randy was talking about me in this way? Mm. Nigga, you don't see how much I care about your life being extended. You don't care about like. I was yeah. like, ooh, she would have a point. Every single one of the things on this list, if she came with that same energy about it, so then it's like, all right, let me actually give you what it is that you're asking for, and not what I want to give you. And so the book became a thing. People doing love language things became a thing, and we we both learned what the other person likes and what the other person needs, according to. And
3: they change though.
2: Score. They do change. However, for
3: the You'd most part, it's the
2: same. And it's important to keep up with those things because things do change as time goes, but. If you, if you're starting off or already currently in a relationship, double back, double back because I feel like it's important that you know. And this is your mistake. Yeah. This was my mistake because I just wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. When you are really wrapped up in things you're not receiving, you forget that you're not, you're also not giving something. If you, if you feel that way, if it builds up that way inside you and you get to this point where you really are feeling like, Oh my God, I'm just not not getting. I'm like, Oh fuck, there's a chance that someone else might feel like they are not getting what is the what is the gap here and because that's just how my brain works, and I, I will immediately jump from one thing to another because again deprioritizing myself and <laughs> everything else i mentioned before yeah. like my mind will go to what what is what may be bothering my partner or what i may be doing wrong that may be leading to me not receiving these things that i feel like i should be getting it's like oh well you know i ain't really tell you that it's been a while since this happened or i really appreciate when you do stuff like this and then mm-hmm. when I do, things automatically change. So why wouldn't I say something? Mm. You know, so if you listen to this, my big mistake, just be just failing at recognizing how you should apply love languages. Yeah. Cause it does matter.
3: It does. And it just
2: shows care. Like it genuine
3: does. care. Like you see me. You're listening. Yes. And vice versa. Yes. Thanks, babe. Thank you. Engagement. What are some of the lessons you've learned from the big mistakes you've made? Yes. With yourself, with your partners, with past partners? Let us know. Shoot us an email at blackmailmayor at gmo.com. Leave us a voicemail at 770 750 4098 or hit us up on social media with your thoughts on this episode. This was fun. It was.
1: It's time for Randy and Mike's fight or flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's fight or flight.
3: All right, babe, fight or flight. Come on. All right. Tell me what you're thinking.
2: I have no anecdote to start this with. Please. Thank what you. did I say at the beginning? It was
3: you don't know your fight. What, me uh, asking you. For I'm shit. Asking, this me is asking, just asking. Me asking you for. Yeah. Why you ask me for shit? Like you ask me for what? What I ask you for?
2: All right. Story time. Mikey. Randy came out the bedroom one day and said, Mikey, do you know where my phone is?
3: You already did this. I
2: don't know. Hear me out.
3: Okay. You
2: remember where I walked in the bedroom and I found your phone? And I asked Somewhere you it looked?
3: shouldn't have been on the charger?
2: Yeah. Just just sitting on this charger in its normal place.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The other day, Randy asked me for something. And it's been happening, I think, for the last two, three weeks specifically. Randy's been asking me for stuff and I've immediately been saying, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now the reason i don't know is because one i ain't been paying attention to it Two i haven't had to look for the thing that you previously that you just asked me about or because i just genuinely don't motherfucking know <laughs> or maybe it's in one of the key places it's always been did you look usually randy had not lo- had not looked
3: you've been doing that too What's my next fight, fight
2: randy had not looked at all but she'll ask me and so randy actually had the gall to get mad at me the other day randy got upset her tone changed a little bit she thought she was hard what? i said randy i said i don't know she's like why do i ask you for shit <laughs> i don't know why i asked you i'm gonna go look i'm like nigga you should have looked before you look Man, i got upset i really did i actually got <laughs> us because... a i said randy do you understand that you getting upset because i don't know where something is that you did not look is <laughs> so ass backwards that like i should leave I, I was like you know what i'm about to walk out this house i need air so then so so at this point i'm I it's got to i did like a little mini experiment during the week i was like i'm just not going to answer and i'm gonna go find it and be like here or i'm not gonna i'm gonna immediately hop up and just go find the thing instead and i'm gonna still say i don't know while looking for it because i know once i look for it i'm going to find it i want to know why do you ask me for stuff without looking
3: i do look the same <laughs> way you be looking
2: no, before I finally it? got to you and I said, "Babe, I can't find where this thing is that I'm looking for. It's not here where it normally is, or here." Because i been thinking, you know,
3: because Mike, you be moving shit out the way, and I'm like, "Okay, well, Mikey, if this, well, area did you is-
2: look to where it may have been moved to before
3: asking?" No. Do you not see how that's like I problematic? Don't. I don't because I got other shit to do, and I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to skip. I'm trying to skip a step and just this ask honor. you. This
2: on you. This honor honor on your cow.
3: cow. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching too many kids, <laughs> Mikey
2: Randy. What? And
3: I, if this is on my cow, y- your, your response cow, you response just now me. was,
2: "I got too much shit to do to look I for mean, this shit." To like I'm like ask you. What you want me to do? You know how crazy that, you know, how my, that, that drives me crazy. Does do you it? know where this thing is? I was like, baby, did you look? Did you look for it?
3: Why does it matter if I looked if you know where it is? Because I may
2: not. And if I don't, because <laughs> I haven't been looking for the shit either, don't get mad at
3: me because well, I don't just get tired don't I don't know what the fuck do you know. What do you know? When you said that right you now, <laughs> I
2: was like, oh my God.
3: <laughs> nigga, you came asking me. What do you know? You came asking me. You know anything. <laughs> <laughs> All I, hear is, I don't know. I don't know what Yo, you're fucking you know? up with this.
2: Fight of, like, this ain't it. This ain't
3: it. I'm not gonna fight you. I'm gonna apologize. I'm gonna no. ask <laughs> you for shit. Like I said. <laughs> like, like I said a few days ago, I'm gonna stop asking for shit because you don't know shit and I'm not gonna ask you.
2: Do you know the way that you said the passive aggressive energy behind that statement is so fucked up? <sighs> I can still know where things are, Randy. How about just look for it first? And if you say, Hey, I can't find this, do you know where it is? Or say, hey, I ain't looked, but do you know where it is? That, like, even that is different. I will preface it. If, even that is completely different. Oh, you don't know. I, it, it may be here, here, or here. These are the places that I would have looked before and then asked you if I didn't find it. This house ain't shit, but a, a letter P. It's a straight line. <laughs> it's a hook to the bedroom and it comes back out to the living room. So it can only be in one of two places. Did you say a P? It's a P. You never look at it? It's yes. Like this.
3: With a little hook. Or it could be a U. A curse of you.
2: But it's not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a P.
3: Why I can't be an R? Because it's not. There's well, no I gotta extra be the part Jenny Alton. But... Anyway, I apologize. I
2: love you. <sighs> I will accept your apology. On one condition. What, Mike? You forgive me. For what? For not knowing when you ask. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to know. <laughs> it's just that I ain't look either, my nigga. So, like. If you say, hey, can you find so and so? All right, let's go search. Just. <sighs> okay. So I will accept your apology as long as you can also accept mine for not knowing when you needed to find things. Okay. I love you.
1: I love you.
3: <sighs> PDA. It's my first. Yes, ma'am. Well, this weekend, we. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What happened this weekend? <laughs> Why are you laughing?
3: This weekend, we rearranged the Batcave. We did. Pictures are on Patreon. We'll put them out in public sometime. <sighs> Soon. I don't know. But we rearranged back Batcave because we really needed to just change up everything. It was not functional. It was not right. We've been living in squalor. We just That is the word to describe it. It was really bad. And I'm really ashamed when I look at the before pictures because we took before pictures. I'm really ashamed that that's how we were living. But like, that's, that's what depression does. And you just like living in this space, high functioning depression and our kid is walking around. I just, I just feel like such an awful mom, but I know it doesn't do me any like justice to like criticize myself or where we were and all the things. So anyway, we rearranged the back cave. We did. And it was great. We did it together. It took all weekend. We worked feverish. <laughs>
2: The words you use. <laughs> y'all when I tell you my girl is a, wordsmith,
3: Mikey, I mean, calling girl calling a word smith. Mikey, stop calling me. that. You <laughs> are with great way calling me that because you don't mean it <laughs> Because we, you don't mean yeah, it. Y'all in a good I work feverishly. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> you don't mean it in a good way. Hey, you man, don't mean it as a compliment. I do mean no, it as a compliment. Don't. I
2: do because no. it's a skill, damn it. It is a fucking skill. And I'm
3: thanking you because I know that. <laughs> I know that I pushed.
2: <laughs> all right, let's get it together. Okay, leave all of that in there. Though.
3: <laughs> I know that I pushed. <laughs> it's okay. Pushed us to work. Pushed. us. Because <laughs> I was trying to get it done. We had a baby-free weekend, and I was just trying to move.
2: <laughs> I'm not trying to step on your PDA.
3: But it wasn't good. <laughs> but
2: people need context. <laughs> Hey, y'all, look, we was cleaning up this basement, right? Because we said, before this child come home, before this dog come back home, we are going to spend our together time setting up this space for her. And for for us. And for us. And for our family in general. We're going to make this place nice. That is what we came together to do. Over the course of the weekend, Randy took on this energy that can only be described as um, traumatizing.
3: Mikey. I was just really wanting, I really wanted to work, but that's really not. really wanted to work. We didn't stop to eat <laughs> Yo, We didn't stop to eat. I was like, fix a piece of I made some,
2: some slavery references um, that aren't necessarily PC, so I will not actually say them here. But I did at one point refer to Randy as an overseer.
3: I just wanted us to work. And I knew that we had a time crunch because my mom has insomnia. She takes her medicine at a certain time. She doesn't take it when she's with Drew so that she could actually grandmother. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we only got a few days. No, no that's right. You're right. So and that applies I was, on
2: Sunday. So on Saturday while we were cleaning, y'all, we woke up in the morning. Mikey. And what did I have for breakfast, Randy? Yeah,
3: cereal. No, I, mean, no, I, I made you an omelet. And Randy toast.
2: made me a delicious omelet. Egg whites only, y'all, because of my cholesterol. I actually, I can't have yolk anymore. So I had an egg white omelet and a piece of toast. Did not finish the toast. Finish the omelet. Maggie. This was at, what, 8 o'clock? Yes. I'm just saying, I just I just want to tell the story because I feel like it's important. But
3: we don't have time.
2: Got you. Let's fast forward to 3 o'clock. <laughs> I said, we've been cleaning. We've been running around all day, lifting shit, reorganizing stuff, vacuuming, moving bookshelves, couches, all that shit. Hey, baby, what we doing for lunch?
3: Said, I told Maggie to fix a peanut butter jelly sandwich.
2: That's a really a nice way. Of,
3: <laughs> he funny. fixed the peanut butter jelly sandwich, and so did I. He also had a smoothie, but <laughs> I. <laughs> we should have stopped to eat the way you
2: tell stories is shitty. We should have stopped. I said, stopped "Randy, baby, eat. what we doing for lunch?" She said, "Nigga, we ain't doing nothing for lunch." <laughs>
3: She said, because "Go make a sandwich." I, I said, knew what? that. I knew that for dinner we were having Bangladeshi, which is heavy.
2: I'm gonna make a PB and J. I said, "Okay, well, can you make me one?" This nigga tossed me the bread <laughs>
3: because she I to- already she paid you breakfast. You keep trying to domesticate me, and I. Not- <laughs> <I'm trying> to- <laughs> I
2: had an egg for breakfast. <laughs> Babe You already not made- Letting me go get us lunch <laughs> You can't make me A PB&J Did you force me Alright y'all So I ate the PB&J And I made a smoothie And we all almost died I was shaking By did we by have dinner? <laughs> We ain't eat dinner till eight or nine. I
3: have to get out of this overworking thing. I know, and so I after we ate you. the PB
2: and J's, we worked for another five hours. Went to Target, bought the stuff for Drew, cleaned it off,
3: and like I was shaking. I was very malnourished, we and my blood, she blood pressure was low. She said, I feel my heartbeat <laughs> in my
2: neck,
4: <laughs> and I feel like I'm about to die. We that should was... probably eat something. <laughs> I
2: ain't never wanted to crash on purpose so bad not to kill really us it was really bad just to harm I, us a little but bit but i
3: am thanking you uh, <laughs> god damn it it's a pda it is. i am thanking you for loving me even when i'm like manic you know and like not mm-hmm. not listening i always will. and it was really great but we will never that do that again And i apologize for setting both of us up like that and i apologize for crashing on, like i was crashing my body was like <laughs> i was crashing
2: You know how you just make really stupid decisions, and then we got stuck in traffic. We did, and
3: we was like, I was like, no, I'm actually going to throw up if I don't (laughs) eat something. (laughs) So we had to like start eating on the food, but I appreciate you for like being a trooper, and I would never do that again. And I apologize, and I love you. So thank you for helping me get this basement together for our baby and for ourselves and for our dog, and they all they love, they both love the setup. So go ahead. What's your PDA? Thank
2: you. My PDA is also in relation to our weekend. Um, as people who listen to this podcast know, I'm very sappy and I'm very much into my wife. And I love when we make memories. I do. We have a lot of memories to pull from, but I love when we still make them. And I know for a fact, an absolute fact that last weekend is going to be a memory yeah <laughs> 10 years from now because of all the shit that happened not just the starvation um <laughs> but like we had really great conversations we had really great time um i think we so we were driving to drop drew off and you were talking to nalika and nalika asked you know, what are y'all doing with this baby and dog free weekend and you said we was gonna clean <laughs>
3: And Alika was like, I'm not even talking to you. <laughs> Just I'm not even. Hang up on you. Right. But like, like, we're not having this conversation.
2: Like, stuff like that. It's Because it's, it sounds stupid. Because <laughs> that's not what you really want to do with your weekend. But I really do enjoy doing things with you. And mm-hmm. so, every time we have the time to, like, make some memories. This may seem like, again, something small to someone else. But I really appreciate having had the time to do everything that we did this weekend. Including starve, overeat. Yeah. Um, under sleep even like just everything that we had to do to straighten out us and stuff for us i feel yeah. like we did a lot for us this weekend it was great to see the joy on drew's face when she saw her play space yeah, and all her really new nice. things i've never seen her mouth like drop She
3: dropped, her mouth dropped open. it was adorable um i got screenshots it was great
2: we definitely shifted the feng shui yeah, and the great. energy and I, I i really love when you express that you're just really happy about something you can't stop saying it Mm -hmm. like oh my god i really like that we did this and i really like i like when you keep repeating it like some stuff i hate when you repeat i just want you to stop but like (laughs) when it comes to shit like this like constantly expressing like the joy that you're feeling about something that you did for yourself or that we did together i really really like that and so you have not stopped saying this is really nice and this is really great and i'm really glad we did that like i I want that energy for the rest of our life. And we got that this weekend. So I really appreciate you for everything. Because, again, this will be a memory forever. Um, and I love you. And I enjoy you.
3: I love you, too. Sex was great, too. It was.
2: I'm just going to dive into that. Yes. Great weekend. Great weekend.
3: <sighs> Thanks, babe. You're welcome. To invest
2: in this show. And support us. To get ad-free, exclusive, and extra content, head over to patreon.com slash Marriage.
3: Thank y'all. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is in Domino Sounds Network. Gang, gang. New episodes twice a week. Two times. <laughs> the Black Millennial Marriage podcast Fight or Play jingle was created by Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingles. Details in our show notes. Voice
2: of an angel. We are now and still <laughs> available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all other major streaming services. Rate
3: us. Five stars. If you enjoyed this episode.
2: Be sure to check out our website, <laughs> www.blackmillennialmarriage.com and follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, what are we, babe?
3: Black Millennial Marriage.
2: On Facebook, we are
3: black Melino marriage podcast and on
2: twitter we are
3: did i say it fast
2: no i just want you to leave that cough oh no
3: i'm not on twitter we are at At underscore underscore the champions thank you again for listening y'all be blessed don't settle fight clean
2: peace leave all of it No, just leave it all